Hey there, trailblazing women. Mark your calendars for the Women Thrive Summit, happening March 18th to the 22nd, 2024. Join us for five empowering days of inspiration, connection, and growth. Unlock your potential with workshops led by industry leaders, panel discussions, and networking opportunities. Don't miss this chance to amplify your voice and thrive together. Visit womenthrivesummit.com to grab your tickets today. That's womenthrivesummit.com. Welcome. I'm your host, Ramonda Jan, the founder of Women Thrive Media, visibility expert and inspirational speaker. I founded this global community for women, so every woman who is starting or running a business can feel like she has found a place to belong. So every woman is empowered to use her voice and share her message with the world. Hi and welcome to today's podcast episode. I'm so excited to have you here for another amazing conversation with one of our special guests. Today we're talking about the secret of mindfulness to inner health and our guest today is Angelique Ingram who is a holistic health practitioner, mindfulness coach and an author of our brand new Women Thrive book. She's passionate about guiding her clients to overcome emotional and mental challenges with her signature mindfulness practices. And in her own journey, Angelique has faced her own health struggles that has taught her on how to manage personal wellness that has become life-changing daily practices that she now teaches others to incorporate in their lives. Angelique, good to see you here today. Thank you for being here. Thank you. And thanks for having me here. I'm really excited. So we're talking today about mindfulness, or this is your area of expertise. Tell me a little bit more what mindfulness is. Yes, mindfulness is a state of mind. Um, It's really about attention plus intention, which is really um, the awareness of oneself to strengthen the things that we can, that we have control over and to invite more peace and more balance in our lives. And there are a lot of misconceptions around mindfulness. I'm glad you asked that because, you know, um, mindfulness is not a religion. It's, it's not um, structured in any way or nor does it follow any particular dogma. It's really, like I said, a state of mind, someone who wants to just, you know, um, strengthen, again, their own self-awareness and invite in more peace and joy. Yeah, thank you. And, you know, I see there's so much chaos in the world and we're so busy and life moving fast. When do we ever actually take the moment to pause and take time for ourselves or prioritize ourselves, especially, you know, as we talk to a lot of women and women who have busy lives, busy careers and, and perhaps children, when do we actually get time for ourselves? So how right. do you carve out the time for you, Anjali? Oh, I make it. It's a must. I, I really have to, um, you know, my, my schedule is very, you know, flexible. Um, but whether it's in the morning over, over a cup of tea or through my meditation, I always make time for stillness. Um just spending a, a minute, five minutes, 10 minutes, however, wherever I can fit it in throughout my day, you know, whether it's taking a walk. And I think so many of us do that, you know, when we're walking our dog or, you know, just driving along to work, you know, you kind of zone out sometimes, you know, and that's a form of meditation. So we all kind of like crave these certain 
um, like downtimes for ourselves. And we do it unknowingly, but in doing it intentionally is a whole different thing. And it can really be powerful in bringing ourselves to a more balanced space. Um, so for me, I just do it throughout the day, really, whenever I am needing the, the time for myself, whether to reflect or to just take a breath and just be in the present moment to enjoy what's around me and, and hold some gratitude for the blessings that I have. Yeah. And I know in your own personal journey, it's not just a nice to have, it has become a must have to have these mindfulness practices. Tell me a little bit more about your journey and how you uh, discovered mindfulness, I guess, and why. Yeah, it was over 20 years ago for me. Um, I had experienced some trauma in my life, not directly at, um, w to me, but it was in my family. Um, and, you know, it was quite a, a shock for me. And that manifested into a physical, um, you know, characteristics and a physical uh, condition. I was actually um, diagnosed with a rare disease um, shortly after that trauma. And going through that um, journey of having this disease, which is called myositis, and it's a rare disease that affects the muscles and the skin. And it left me really weak. And I wasn't able to even lift my arms. So you know, um, I, I couldn't really do anything for myself, brush my hair, take a shower, you know, it, it was very, very hard in a dark place for me. And, you know, I do share this um, in our Women Thrive book. And, I, and it's, it's a journey that as dark as it was, it brought me to the light that I really needed because I, I was able to come out from that. You know, I was so grateful that I was able to respond to the treatment, get out of that wheelchair, rehabilitate myself. And I I was just so grateful that I had a second chance at living a quote unquote no normal life. Right. And I, I immersed myself in holistic care and alternative medicine. And that's where I fell in love with the mindfulness practice, because it just makes so much sense to me, you know, when we become more aware of how we think, how we perceive the world, how we perceive ourselves, it, it really just, it, it's, it brings in more um, peace for us. And I'm not sweating the small things anymore. And so the, that's when I became more and more immersed into my mindfulness practice. And over the last 20 years, it has brought me to such a, a lighter place and you know, it's a practice every day, you know, we, we're human, I fall back, I know, of course, we're going to have the adversities in our lives. But, um, you know, it's, it's been such a powerful tool for me to, um, to live by. So yeah. I love that you said, yeah. you know, I don't sweat the small stuff anymore, because, <laughs> you know, when you feel stressed out, and overworked, and tired, or haven't slept well, even a small thing can just tip us over the edge, right? And just send us into a spiral. And I think that's why it's so important to actually take a pause at times in your life or times in, in your day and have that check-in. What would you say to people who are perhaps working really hard, not finding the time for themselves? And I hope for those who are listening right now, this is your time to be... <laughs> practice your downtime or your self-care but what would you say how can someone pause 
and take that step to towards mindfulness practices. Yeah, you know, there's always time. That's what I would tell them. If you're out there listening and you think that th life is just too busy, the time is there. You just have to carve that time out. And I think it's the idea that we feel that we always have to be busy. We always have to be doing something because if we stop and slow down and take a break, then, you know, what are, what's our value there? We're not doing anything for anybody else or we're not, you know, producing anything. That's okay. It, it's almost like a, a fear of what would happen if I, if I slow down. So the time is there, y'all, you got to make it, make the time. And whether again, like I say, it's in the morning, a minute or two before you get out of bed, just, you know, take some stretches and smile for yourself. And it's a new day. You know, you've been given another breath of life in this beautiful body and this beautiful life that you're leading, you know, things like that, you know, make the time because it, it is there. It is there. And when you can start to start small, whether a minute, five minutes, 10 minutes, like I said earlier, you can start to appreciate that moment of peace and you're going to want more and more of that and then you know then you can start exploring all the different um you know practices of mindfulness whether that's journaling or um you know being more aware of your thoughts and start going a bit deeper um yeah it's i think that's where you really need to start is just carving out that time because it's there yeah i love it of course it is and what you realize after you've taken that time, nothing has felt fallen apart. <laughs> right. Um, it's just, it's, it's possible for you to find that time, even in the busiest of schedules. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit more about your uh, book journey as an author, as a becoming author. Yes. I, again, I am just so excited for this book. You know, it's my first published book and you know, being on this project with all the women, including yourself, Ramonda, you know, it's been a, a healing journey for me because, you know, as we all did on this, on this book is to sit down and relive the experiences that we've gone through that have gotten us to where we are now. And that can be very difficult. That was hard, you know, emotionally, mentally, and we took it together though. We supported each other through it. And that's what this book is all about. That's the premise behind this book is about empowering ourselves and other women, you know, out there that need the inspiration and the hope that you can thrive through anything. You have to create that network. And that's what we're doing this book for really is just to create the network that people can fall back on and they can connect with us. You know, we're not just some people out there that are writing this book for fun. No, we're, we're doing this for you guys. And we're doing this for, um, you know, empowerment throughout, not just women and, and men too. So, yeah. you know, um, it's, it's been a journey for me going back and reliving these experiences because I'm also touching space where I still need to, you know, be aware of and process still, you know, there were some, there were some moments where, you know, I'd stop and take a seat back and whew, take a breath because, going back there it's you know it was difficult it was difficult but I'm so glad that I stuck with it and um you know opened myself up to the readers and um and I hope that that helps them in some way or another you know and I know that all the other 
stories that are in this book are going to do just the same because they're so inspiring. You know, um, you know, we all have a story and the readers know their story. And I hope that it encourages them to tell their story. Yeah, absolutely. And I know, especially during this journey for yourself, you also experienced a relapse with your health. So it wasn't all smooth going, so to speak. You faced challenges along the way. Yeah, yeah. I started to relapse just the time we started this project and, and writing this book. You know, I was, I relapsed with my myositis. Um, and then on top of that, I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis and also Sjogren's syndrome. And with autoimmune conditions, you know, these things can overlap. You know, you start to, you're more vulnerable to other autoimmune conditions. So it was tough for me because, of course, I was in pain. You know, I was in pain, having to go through all these testings, seeing my doctors and having to sit down and relive when this all first happened 20 years ago and how it really just, ooh, just changed and rocked my world. But, but now, and going back to the, my mindfulness practice over the last 20 years of, of, of immersing myself in my practice, now I'm able to get through it you know, with a little bit more um, peace, you know, and acceptance and patience and compassion for myself, knowing I'm, I'm so tuned into my body now um, through my mindfulness practice that I was able to, you know, continue writing this, this book and still get through the relapse that I'm battling right now. So it's been a blessing, you know, it's been like, it's like divine timing for me that this book came when it did, because for that reason, it, it kept me on top. It kept me above water and being surrounded by women who understood and supported me, you know, that's, that's just a powerful thing. You know, we all need that, um, that support system, the, the surrounding of people that really get us, really understand us and, you know, get where we're coming from. And that means a lot. That means a lot. And that's why I know you do what you do, Ramonda, is creating that community for all of us to just be together and connect um, and share. And it must have given you a whole new purpose to keep sharing the story because, I mean, I've written my chapter and I nearly scrapped it. (laughs) I nearly said, I'm not going to do this. But then something has to keep you going in the moments of self-doubt or doubt whether this is a story to share, but surely going through this challenging time once again of what you've gone through 20 years ago and knowing that this story could inspire somebody else must have been the thing that kept you going throughout. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, with these kinds of conditions too, they're, they're invisible, you know, these conditions, you know, we look okay on the outside. So what's wrong? You know, why can't you do this X and the other thing? They don't see the pain that we all go through. We don't see, they don't see the fatigue that is constant. And and there is a difference between being tired and, and fatigued, you know, tiredness goes away with rest fatigue. You can sleep for four hours and wake up and just still feel zapped like you just there's no energy and so that's why um you know I also dedicate a lot of my time to um the advocating of 
rare diseases such as myositis. And um, it's important that we all, you know, uh, create that community together because these invisible diseases can bring up so much um, frustration, disappointment and hurt and mindfulness practice can really help you um, engage in all of that with a little bit more compassion for yourself and patients, especially, you know, so again, that's why I'm just so glad that, you know, I'm in this place now through my relapse that I'm able to tap back into those things and strengthen them even more. Yeah. And what's your mission in terms of, you know, sharing your story and touching other people's lives. What do you want your story and your message to do in this world and, and impacting? And I, I think it's just that. I think it's really tapping into the community of chronic disease, chronic illness, because I get it. And I know that community is big and large, um, unfortunately. And, you know, holding on to and strengthening our mental wellness, whether you're you're sick or not, you know, we all need it. Um, but particularly, I, I want to bring more awareness um, to myositis and other rare diseases um, through this through sharing my story in this book. And I think that, um, and I hope it does. I hope it encourages other people to, you know, th think about the alternative and think about you know, um, spending more time on strengthening your own self-awareness, because by doing so, you're mm -hmm. going to be able to, to improve your healing process, your healing journeys as you go through your chronic illnesses and diseases. So, um, you know, that's my hope in terms of my chapter, that it reaches out to that community and brings a little bit more hope that they can thrive through it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's beautiful to be able to share your story, to impact and inspire others. And just know that actually someone else out there does not need to feel alone in this journey right now. And just giving that comfort, that, you know, you can actually help yourself and practice these mindfulness tools. And now after 20 years of practice, not only you're well equipped to support yourself, but now you support other people. Um, and, you know, just reminiscing on the part in the book that we've written to say, you know, this book right now may be resonating with you very much so, or it might be one of the chapters that are not resonating with you yet, but there might be time in your life that you'll recall the story and you're like, wow. I remember reading Angelique's story and her mindfulness practices that now I really need to tap into. And I hope and I pray that you never have to go through medical conditions that will put you in that position. But even just practicing your mindfulness every day, hopefully will have you better equipped for any life situations. Right, right. Absolutely. I agree. And, you know, you never know when adversity is going to hit. Um, and I'm sure many of um, our listeners now have gone through a lot of adversity and it's tough the processing, dealing with that. I completely get it. And, you know, it's stories like um, our own, you know, in this book that can really help you understand a little bit more about yourself and how you perceive what's going on. Um, and it can help you shift that into a more positive, you know, a more compassionate place 
so you can make more space for healing and processing all of those things. So I really hope that um, these stories, you know, um, make its way out there and help help everybody, you know, um, through their adversities, through their challenges, because we need to pay attention to our mental wellness for sure. It's it's just it's a must. Yeah. And just a last question for those of you listening, you know, I, I hope that one, this has been inspiring and two, perhaps you are um, going to consider sharing this with somebody else because I think it's such an important message and it needs to get out in the world. How do you serve your clients? What kind of support do you give them and who do you usually tend to work with? Right. I work with men and women um, who find themselves stuck at a crossroads, really, and really are needing, they know that they need something more. There's something there. They want to be this better person, but just don't know where to begin, really. And, um, you know, through my mindfulness practice and signature program, I really just help them find what it is that they're really challenged with, because a lot of the times we think, you know, um, it's, it's our job, it's our family, but a lot of the times it's going inward and really looking at, okay, what is the fear behind all of this? What is the insecurity behind? And I help them get to that point. I help them find the clarity around, okay, what is it that I'm really struggling with? Um, Because it's hard to face ourselves by ourselves. And sometimes we need someone to just kind of take that journey with us and talk things out, you know, and sometimes it's, it's a a long process and sometimes it's a shorter process. So I work individually, um, a customized program with how they see themselves growing and what they feel they need to be supported with and how long that will be, that will take. So, um, it's just one conversation, really one conversation where we just explore that and explore the challenges and the fears and everything behind it. Um, and, you know, I really enjoy helping people along their journeys because, you know, we've all been there and it's really personal to me that I, you know, I, I have, I put everything into my work and cause I know how important it is to take care of ourselves and be more aware of who we are and who we want to be. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing that and inspiring us. And I hope that you get to serve and support many more people who actually need this guidance and support. And as you say, sometimes just doing it alone, you can't really uh, look inwards fully just by yourself. So for those of you watching this, maybe you're feeling inspired and motivated. So what I would love for you to do is head over to womenthrivesummit.com forward slash book. And this is where you will find access and purchase button to our book. It has already been released by the time this episode airs. And I just think you're in for an absolute treat with this book. There are eight amazing chapters in the book and you get to connect with every author's story. And Jenny, I worked with every single woman and we've cried, we've laughed, we've uh, relived our stories, we've written it from our heart in order to change some lives. And with a hope that at least one of these stories will resonate with you and make a difference. And I remember when I've spoken to these authors before they become authors, (laughs) um, 
we had our calls to just discover what they would like to write. And I said, while you're doing this, they all said, I just want to make a difference in this world. So I hope that this book makes a difference in your world and hopefully in many, many other people. So do grab your copy of the book, share it with the world. And if you feel inspired, connect with our authors. I think they would really appreciate to hear your feedback in how you found their chapters. And Angelique, on that note, how would people get in touch with you in the best way possible? Yes, I have a website. It's mindfuljourneytofreedom.com. I'm also on LinkedIn and you can find me all over Instagram. Um, I enjoy um, engaging and connecting with everybody on Instagram as well. So at Mindful Journeys. So connect with me. I'm always happy to, to do that. So thank you so much. I appreciate that. All of you listening, thank you so much for being here today. I hope this has inspired you and set you up for a mindful day ahead. Don't forget <laughs> to have your mindful practices. And if you need a bit of help and guidance, you know who to reach out to. Angelique's details are below in the section below. Go ahead and make sure you connect with her. It's all in the show notes. And I hope you're set up for a mindful day ahead. Thank you all so much, and Angelique, for your time and your inspirational message today. I appreciate it. Thank you, Ramonda. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. See you soon. Did you enjoy this episode? Share it with the world. Make sure to also leave a review and subscribe for future episodes.